Welcome to the Truth About You podcast with me, Ali Knight, intuitive soul coach and empowerment alchemist. I'm here to share with you the truth about you and me and everyone. We dive deeply and quickly into who we really are at soul level and how it is to be human in this game we call life. This is the podcast for you if, like me, you are willing to question everything, release the conditioning that holds you back and really create the life you came here to love. Welcome back to another episode of the Truth About You podcast. And this week we are talking about the truth about people pleasing. Oh my God, can I resonate with being a people pleaser? I'd like to say now I'm a recovering people pleaser. Most people who have only just met me would not recognize me as a people pleaser at all, but there are still those old patternings that sometimes rear their ugly heads. And so I thought today, let's have that conversation. Let's talk about people pleasing, what it looks like, why we do it, and why it's really important not to, particularly when it comes to knowing, speaking, and living your truth. The first thing I want to say, this is your tough love moment for the day. Here's the truth about people-pleasing. People-pleasing serves no one. It doesn't serve you. We know that because it leaves us depleted very often. But also it doesn't serve them either. People-pleasing serves no one ever. Just let that land for a minute. See if it can wobble any attachment you might have to people-pleasing. See if it can just loosen the foundations of that limiting belief that you have to people-please in order to get through life. Let's talk about what people-pleasing actually is or what it looks like in particular because it's going to look different for all of us, but really people-pleasing in general can look like a number of different things. So see if you resonate with any of this. Sometimes people-pleasing can be just going along with what other people want or think. So it could be saying nothing, so silencing or diluting your truth. Now that might mean, for me that used to be when people said, when friends said to me, oh, let's meet up for, let's meet, up and go out for tea like where would you like to go and I'd be like oh I don't mind where we go and they'd be like oh well let's go to this place and I'd instantly know I didn't want to go there but because I'd already said oh I don't mind where we go I just slotted in and ended up eating something I didn't really want to eat in a place I didn't really want to go to and um then resenting it but really Who was responsible for that in the first place? Me, because I was just looking to people please. Sometimes people pleasing really does just look like that. It looks like doing what works for others, but particularly people pleasing affects us when we do what works for others, but it doesn't work for us. That's what tips us over into some of those states like resentment. 
people pleasing can look like um, presenting a mask or a certain facade to the world, one that you've decided others want to see. So it's a bit like um, living a life of pretense. So pretending that you think certain things, pretending that you agree with certain things, pretending that or presenting this um, person to the world that is not entirely authentic to who you are. Sometimes people pleasing, this is used to be made big time, looks like just not causing a fuss, being convenient. So placing so much attention and focus on what others think that we neglect ourselves in the process. That can tip into really just living life based on other people's terms or rules or wants or needs. I've definitely been guilty of that. Sometimes people pleasing can look like just playing small so that you spare those around you any discomfort. It might be accepting responsibility for something that actually isn't yours to take. It might be controlling what others think of you based on your need for their approval. Classic things that happen in people-pleasing are things like saying yes when you actually would rather not or when you mean no. Or if you do say no, allowing yourself to feel consumed by guilt for stating your needs, for honouring your needs. People-pleasing really often looks like making your needs bottom of the list, like the lowest priority. Or pretending that you're so strong, so resilient, that you can handle anything and that actually you don't really have any actual needs. People-pleasing has this language and the biggest, most um, frequently used word in the people-pleasing language is should. I should have done that or I should do this. People pleasing can also look like just doing anything to keep the peace, particularly in those relationships, um, our closest relationships, perhaps in partnerships, romantic relationships, close friendships, family dynamics, keeping the peace rather than owning your truth. That's people pleasing. Saying sorry when we I haven't actually done anything to warrant using the word sorry. That's people-pleasing. And a lot of it comes from this fear that if we speak up, if we express a different preference, if we don't agree, if we want something different, then that makes us selfish or mean, or self-centred. What people-pleasing results in very often is, as I've already mentioned a couple of times, this feeling of being in resentment. We can often feel overwhelmed and burdened when we are 
in people-pleasing mode. We might even feel burned out, like spent, exhausted, the more we fawn, which is what people-pleasing is, the more we go into this response that is about making sure everyone else is okay or doing what we've decided others want us to do and neglecting or ignoring what is true for us. So if you need to, just pause the podcast a minute and just feel into what resonates from some of those ways that we have described people-pleasing. What do you resonate with? What do you recognise within yourself? I'd say a large proportion of us are people-pleasers a lot of the time. So just tune into where you're people-pleasing in your world. Is it in specific relationships? Is it in specific situations or environments? What is it about the way you're feeling or the behaviour and interactions with others that tips you into people-pleasing? It's only when we start to examine this and we start to notice some of the patterning that we get to call ourselves out on it. And we, I call that becoming conscious to it. And we can only change things that we're conscious to, right? So be radically honest with yourself. Come into your truth about this. Are you a people pleaser? If so, in which ways are you people pleasing? And how is that affecting you? Do you recognise this sensation of resentment or burden or overwhelm or burnout. Let's just look at why we do people, please. Some of us, me definitely, have been conditioned. Well, we've all been conditioned. We know that. That's what my podcast is largely about. But some of us have been specifically trained to be the good girl or the good boy, or the good person. And with that comes these stories, this narrative that we attach to in our minds. So we tell ourselves stories all the time, but particularly about people-pleasing, there's usually a few stories that we possibly aren't even aware of, but that are sitting there in the background that anchors us, keeps us stuck in this people-pleasing mode. Some of those stories might sound like this. If I don't do X or agree to Y, no one will like me. Or if I disagree, nobody will include me next time. Some of the stories sit deeply within our unconscious. Some of the stories might sound like this. I'm not enough as I am. Or even, oh, I'm all right, honestly, I'm okay. One of the biggest ones that I see operating all the time is, oh, it's just easier if I do it. Other stories include things like, oh, well, everyone, they, they've got it harder than me, so I'll just fit in this time or I'll just toe the party line. 
I'll just say yes. Or they'll be hurt if I don't do that or if I say no. These narratives are bullshit. These are things we have made up, attached meaning to, and that keep us stuck in a people-pleasing mode. So I want you to challenge yourself on this. If we don't question everything, remember, then we stay, we stay stuck. So ask yourself what story you're telling yourself, out yourself on this. What story are you telling yourself that anchors you to being a people pleaser? What is the narrative that goes on in your mind that says, oh, well, I'll just do this thing that I don't want to do, or I'll behave in a certain way that actually is the thing that's expected of me, but isn't really me. What are those stories? So what's the antidote? If, we're, if we recognise we're a people pleaser, if we recognise that we might be feeling exhausted, burned out, resentful, if we recognise that there's some story we've attached to why we need to people please, what's the antidote? Well, there's a few options here. One of the things I like to always remember is that nobody is perfect. <laughs> so give yourself a break first off. Give yourself a break. No one's perfect, which means you don't have to be either. I always say that having perfectionism as a standard is the worst way to treat yourself. Nobody's perfect. It's unattainable. So stop trying to stop setting yourself up to fail and reaching for this thing called perfectionism. That is a whole other episode, which we will cover. But in terms of people pleasing, remember, no one's perfect. Remember, we are a product of our conditioning until we stop to question it. So really take some time to explore this. Get your journal out. Start asking yourself questions. Reflect back on those scenarios when you've recognised that you've just tipped into people-pleasing. Look at who was there, what was happening, what was said, how you felt, what event led to the next one and to the next one that resulted in you people-pleasing. And see if you can unpick that bit by bit. See if you can uh, unravel it and work out how you might do things differently next time how you might stay true to who you are rather than tipping into being a people pleaser, which is not who you are. I want you to come fully into honouring yourself. When we people please, we are actually only honouring the other person, which means we are dishonouring or ignoring, neglecting, ourselves. And that's not cool. It's not balanced. It leads to burnout. It leads to resentment, which actually is not the energy that we want to be showing up in. It's not, not make, doesn't make us feel good. It certainly doesn't make us feel kind and compassionate and generous. So know that honoring you is the best gift you can give to everybody else, because the more we have our own cups full, to use the old analogy, the more we have to give with love and kindness. If you're constantly seeking to please everybody else, you are draining, you're emptying your cup. You'll have nothing left. At the end of the day, 
the only thing we each have as individual humans, and please know that I don't believe we're all separate. I believe we're all one, joined by collective consciousness. But again, that's a whole other episode. As a separate human, you only have your truth. Your responsibility is to honour your truth. And so if something doesn't feel good for you in the moment, it doesn't feel good for you and that's your truth. No no amount of people pleasing is going to make you feel better than your truth. So being anchored to who you are is really important. Honouring your truth is really important. When we people please, we're doing neither of those things. Lastly, just because something causes upset or inconvenience to somebody else, it doesn't make you responsible for their upset or inconvenience. Let that sink in. Just because something causes upset to others, it doesn't make you responsible for their upset. Why? Because their response is their responsibility. Your responsibility is to honour your truth, your needs, yourself. And the best guidance I can give you with this is to look at the difference between being kind and being nice. Niceness is the domain of people pleasers. Kindness is the domain of a connected human who understands that they don't have to meet everyone else's needs before their own. Kindness is a quality that we can really usefully embody as long as it as long as it is both um, extended externally and turned inwardly. Being nice is just a matter of conditioning because who decides what's nice? Kindness is a core concept. It's a core human concept that no matter our background, no matter our... um, race, no matter our religion, no matter our preferences, no matter our um, language. Kindness is a commonality that everyone can recognize. Niceness is a social construct. People pleasing is all about what you've decided or what you've been trained to understand as nice. People pleasing isn't kind. It's not kind to you. It's not kind to them. Remember, this is your life. No one else's. The practical things that can help with people pleasing are boundaries, love and compassion, and sometimes creating a bit of space. So if somebody asks something of you, for example, if they say, oh, can you... um?" Would you do me a favour? Could really do with a hand that day. Can you um, go and collect my kids from school? 
but actually it's really not going to work for you to collect someone else's kids from school that day. But you feel like a rabbit in the headlights. You're not sure what answer to give. You're not sure how to um, honour your needs and be kind in the process. Create some time, create some gapping. So can I think about it and let you know? Create some breathing space. Because life is all about balance, right? If we're always doing what other people want us to do, which is people-pleasing, how do we ever get to do what, what works for us? So the questions to ask you around people-pleasing or the things that are asked of you are, does this work for me? These are the boundary questions. Does this work for me? Does this ring true for me? Is this aligned with me and my values? And when you need to, create time. Have a gapping sentence. Can I think about it and let you know? I'm not sure if that will work. Can I just have a, have a ponder and I'll come back to you? Because remember, the truth about people pleasing is it serves no one, not you, not them, not anyone, ever. My love, thank you so much for listening. My biggest desire is that this episode of Truth has helped you connect even more deeply to yours. If you've enjoyed listening, I'd love you to share your truth by rating the podcast on whichever platform you use to listen. I'd really love you to connect with me on Instagram at Ali Knight Coaching or through the sign-up form on my website, alinightcoaching.com. And lastly, I'm sending you all my love as you peel back the layers and reveal the most beautiful and sacred part of you, your truth. <laughs>